The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. You are tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. Welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a productive and beneficial way. I am your host Neelam and joining me on the show is my guest Molly. Um, and we are having some technical issues, so I think Molly will be joining me, but maybe um, a tad later this morning uh, than um, as expected. So please do bear with me. She will be uh, on the show and um, we will continue as normal but um, for now it's me and uh, how has your week been listeners it's been a crazy week we have had crazy weather from going to uh, really cold dull dark gloomy days to now really bright sunny hot days so it is quite crazy and it is quite bizarre and and i'd like to know how uh, your week has been and how you have been coping with the weather and um what you've been doing so um listeners it's it's always a topic that i like to share on my show um the weather i like to talk about the weather and i like to see how um we are cracking on with this weather and it's a uh, typical british weather whether i'm too hot or too cold and not really in the um in the middle i i don't often find that i am have had a, a happy day where I'm feeling, oh, actually, that was quite a nice day. It's not hot. It's not cold. It's quite nice. It's quite rare that we do say that. And uh, so, yeah. And uh, all the mums and dads out there, we've got two weeks left of school. How are these last two weeks of school going? How are you finding getting up in the morning and getting the kids motivated to go to school in these last two weeks? I know many schools across the town are trying to make these last two weeks as fun as possible by doing things like sports activities and um, rewarding the children and giving them um, uh, lots of treats to keep them motivated and coming in uh, for the next day for the next day and well ultimately uh, the next couple of weeks. Uh, so it's quite hard, um, and um, I'm hoping that. Um, we can um, get uh, something cracking going. So um, hopefully, listeners, my guest will be um, on the show um, uh, uh, very soon now. Um, she's just waiting to join. Um, and um, I will be able to introduce the topic and the show uh, with her because um, I'd rather Molly be with me while I talk about this rather than me doing this without her um, being here. So, yes. Hey, listeners, do reach out to me. Uh, let me know how your week's been, how you're coping with the weather. Any any sunshine tips, any how to cope with the heat tips are always welcome on my show. So please do share them with me this morning. Um, also, um, yeah, it's been a crazy week in my household. Uh, always busy, always mad, but I've actually had poorly babies. So trying to deal with them and um, uh, find out how, how they're coping has actually been quite hard. Now, I believe Molly is uh, on the show with me now this morning. So I will just connect Molly onto the show here. Morning, Molly. Good morning, Neelam. Thank you so much me on to talk this morning no thank you so much welcome to mother's planet on inspire fm 105.1 fm uh, thank you for joining me this morning um and apologies for the technical glitches um that had happened there this morning um i took a week off last week for for eid celebration so this is what happens when you're away for a week everything changes <laughs> so I, I need to keep up with the cycle uh, molly i will get you to formally introduce yourself to the listeners um but before i do can i ask you how has your week been oh um yeah it's been a good week um it's been lovely because a lot of our work that we do is outdoors so to have mm. the sunshine and be able to be out in that is has been really really nice but i know it's going to be really hot next week so I'm not yes. looking forward to that as much but no it has it has been a lovely week what about yourself 
Yes, I was just um, having a moan at the listeners earlier on. I was just saying that it's it, um, it's typical British uh, mode I'm in, <laughs> where I'm either too hot or too cold, and I'm not really finding the happy-go medium at the moment. But we had quite a nice breeze yesterday, and there were more cloudy moments in the day than there were sunshine moments. So I like it when it's like that. Um, uh, and as long as there's a breeze, I'm I'm happy. But when it's just heat, it's quite unbearable, and it's it's really difficult because I don't know how you feel, but I find that the heat here, when I when I get too hot, it just zaps my energy. So I've I've got zero energy, zero motivation to do anything. Um, whereas when you're abroad, it's quite different, really. You you want to sunbathe, soak the sun, and you do yeah. feel very different. So yeah, I don't I don't feel that motivation here. I, I yeah. just I, I I lock myself away. <laughs> and absolutely when you've got all that air conditioning as well that you know you can just yes. to, that makes such a difference as well doesn't it absolutely yeah i have got my kids standing there with their papers and fanning me every now and then like give me some breeze because it's so cold it's so hot it's so hot and i need some cold in me but i i was also saying that i had poorly children so it's really hard when you've got the combination of hot heat and you've got poorly children and yeah. especially when they've got temperatures because it's really hard to try and get them to cool down so yeah that's been quite a challenge but we're we're on the mend and they are on the up now so they've taken a turn and hopefully i've nipped it in the bud so come summer yes. holidays they're not going to have any of these bugs that are lingering around i'm hoping yeah. the summer holiday. i'm hoping i'm hoping uh, uh molly let's see how we go um so uh, the irony, I have to share this with you, Molly. So all week I've been trying to get a doctor's appointment and we all know how difficult it is to get those. Oh, and yes. <laughs> it's a challenge in itself. And and I finally got, got through to the doctor and the doctor actually needed to see my children because they had coughs and she wanted to listen into their chest and check their ears and throat and everything. So she said, you need to come in. So um, I go in and the youngest of the three, who's poorly, um goes into the reception and she's singing and she's dancing <laughs> and on a different planet she's totally on a different planet and i'm looking i actually made a little video clip and sent it to my husband saying this is the child that refused to move this morning yeah is now on a totally different page this at, at this doctor surgery so it was quite embarrassing really because i had to convince the doctor that she really has been quite unwell so yeah, yeah i think it was it's, just getting out of the house it's that school thing as well isn't it when they're when they're allowed to have a bit of time off school and yes. then i will up until you say okay yeah you, you can have the day off and then all of a sudden they seem to got better about half an hour absolutely later. yes <laughs> absolutely yeah i think yeah you hit the nail on the head there i think that's exactly what's been happening in my house especially with my son because um he he um He's, you know, coughing away, having a real bad coughing fit. And I thought, oh, you're not well enough. You're not well enough. And half an hour later, he's, can I watch this? Can I play this? And, oh, I thought you weren't well enough. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. exactly that. Exactly. I think they are. I think they are putting the wool over my eyes there. So uh, let's see. So listeners, uh, share your uh, week with us this morning. How's your week been? How have you coped with the sun? How have you... um, uh, uh, have you had poorly children? How have you tamed your children at home? Also, you can share pictures with me this morning of the brew that you're having this morning. What kind of drink you have? Molly, are you a, a hot drinks person? Do you like hot drinks? Yeah, I, I'm definitely a coffee person. I'm one of those yeah. people that feels like they need a coffee in the morning to, to get up. Um, and actually, having iced coffee at the moment is so, so lovely in this weather. So I definitely say I'm a, I'm a coffee coffee person. Yeah, I, I I've got to I've got to look into this because I I don't drink um I don't drink tea anymore. I'm I'm a, a green tea person, and so um, my husband was saying that he was speaking to a couple of people at work, and they all they're all really big on this iced coffee thing, and um and and he's like I've never had it because he loves his coffee. He has we we actually invested in a coffee machine and. It, you know, he makes his own coffee and he even does a little pattern, you know, Costa and Starbucks have got nothing on him now with the patterns that he can create. So he, he really goes all out for his coffee. And so he really wants to try this iced coffee. So so it's literally just making coffee, but chucking ice cubes in it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm an awful person that always buys my iced coffee and hasn't uh, really attempted okay. to make it yet. Um, and also 
live just above a cafe as well so uh, that's, uh, yeah very very tempting to go down and, and get one especially in this heat and working from home and things like that definitely yeah um but yeah. no they're, they're good and and they they just get you going a little bit i think um, yeah. for the day yeah definitely got to try that so listeners there you go that's something to try for for this week make that the challenge for this weekend <laughs> iced coffee uh, so listeners we are live on air reaching out to listeners in Luton and surrounding areas uh, we um, you can connect through the show through the airwaves at Inspire FM 105.1 FM listeners can also connect through tune in via the Inspire FM webpage listeners can now also tune in um, via the Inspire FM app on your smartphone so you've got no excuse to miss the show we are also live as an audio on the inspire fm facebook page where you must like the show and you can also leave any comments or questions around today's topic as always you can also join in the discussion and share your thoughts on today's topic via the studio whatsapp or text number of 0779 so any questions you have for myself or molly uh, please do share those text messages or whatsapp messages on that number so in this show this morning um I have the privilege of having the lovely Molly on the show with me this morning to share an exciting project that has been introduced to the community um, uh, to help promote a positive well-being. Now, uh, before we unveil this, um, I, I would like Molly to briefly introduce herself to the listeners. So, Molly, please, if you can introduce yourself to the listeners. Yeah, so good morning, everyone. Thank you, like I said before, for having me on Speak this morning. Um, so my name is Molly Rice. Um, I am a project officer uh, for a local charity called Groundwork East. Um, we operate in Luton and Bedfordshire. Um, and I'm coming on the show today to just currently to talk about the um, that we're currently offering free wellbeing walks and conservation works for anyone in the community um, across the whole of the Luton Borough. Okay, thank you. So I'm, I will go into these um, uh, walks uh, shortly, but I wanted to get a bit of background information on a Ground East. So Groundwork East, talk, talk me through a bit about that. Uh, who, who are they and what do they do? Okay, so we are a community and environmental charity. We mm-hmm. operate across the whole of the east of England, but our team in, in this area primarily work on projects in sort of the Luton and Bedfordshire area. So mm-hmm. we do a lot of working outdoors with the community with a sort of environmental focus um, and a lot of, with a lot of groups as well we try to improve sort of environmental education getting people active and um, to improve their physical and also mental health um, mm. so you may if you obviously live in Luton you may have heard some of our community gardens that we run um, mm. we've got a few across Luton um, we do also a lot of rivers work that we do in River Lee um, so our we have three aims. So our aim is to create better places, mm. improve people's prospects and encourage greener living and working. Mm. So I, I did have a nose around on the website um, and um, I think the project's fantastic, actually. And I think um, it's been quite a hidden gem or maybe there are things um, around the town that I've just not noticed. Yeah, so. I, I agree with that. I think that we are trying to make a bit more of a name for ourselves. Um mm. Starting after the pandemic, I feel, to become a little bit more relevant um, with mm. some of the work that we do. I think a lot, of, like we said before, a lot of people have felt a lot of social isolation um, and not as engaged with their community as they have before. So um, I think now we're sort of a bit more coming to the forefront. We have been operating um, in Luton and Beds for a long time, but um, mm. I think now we're just starting to feel like we're really starting to reach more of the community, definitely. Yeah, and I think now, post-pandemic, there probably is much more of a demand of this um, community connection. It's really needed because people have been locked away, essentially, in their homes. So, you know, coming out and mingling with people that you're not familiar with and getting into that environment again. Um, And it's quite nice because um, a lot of the people that I've had on my show that are trying to promote and encourage well-being, a lot of them are... um, in coffee shops, in halls, in community centres. So it's quite confined spaces. So it's quite nice um, that you have that different angle on things. Yeah, I would definitely say so. You can get that quite, um, when you're talking to someone on a one-on-one basis, um, it can feel quite intense if you're in an indoor situation. I think it completely changes um, the whole narrative of 
when you're outdoors mm. um, and your conversation could just flow because you're a little bit focused on something else or maybe if you're going for a walk it definitely sort of changes the pressure on the conversation um i think it's a lot easier to speak to someone when you're outdoors doing something um we have noticed that you know we, we sometimes um for example i'm running a project with uh, cams at the moment um and they find that they have quite clinical um sort of offices and when when they bring their the young people in they feel very um yeah very intense pressure but they we've actually been running the gardening sessions and they found that the children just they open up so much more in that mm-hmm. environment when they're doing something in, and and in the fresh air it definitely does make a difference yeah and and i guess uh, things like gardening and um looking at nature and conservations and things like that it's um it's out the norm it's not the norm thing to do so like when when you think about doing um mental well-being activities or anything to encourage a positive environment um you look at uh, a lot of people ex- express it through art through writing, through drawing, and they've got that platform to um, express. But to um, actually get your hands quite mucky and, you know, tucked in into nature and do something like this, it's a different level. And, and you know, I've always shied away from gardening, and, and the listeners will know, Molly, I've, mm-hmm. I'm forever going on about how I'm trying to perfect my garden, and, and I'm slowly failing. But, you know, I do like to go out and, and have a pick at my garden and, and try and, you know... Um, make it look presentable and and connect with nature in that way so it's quite a nice um platform that you're offering children so uh, when you say that you've got the young people and the youth and the children essentially coming to this project how how do they connect to uh groundworkies i mean how how do you find these people how what's what's the process that goes on there so we've we do lots of different work in the community with loads and loads of different groups um as previously talked about we you know we've got our community gardens in Luton so we run one in in Farley Hill and one at Luton Who Memorial Park um open to volunteers in the community um we have a focus there of learning sort of how to grow fresh fruit and vegetables um and meeting other members of the community so we make it quite a nice sociable sort of space as well um we also do a lot of rivers work so we currently got a three-year project at Brickley Road um, to help clean the river and um, remove invasive species so okay. we also we but we also do children's work as well. So we work um, on rivers with children from schools and things like beavers and rainbows and cubs um, uh, and activities okay. like that. Um, so we basically we we just apply for the funding. Um, we mm-hmm. we sort of identify in an area what might need doing um, and apply for funding through that way. Um, especially with the children's work, a lot of environmental education is still missing, and we we think that we are able to offer a lot of that. And then um, the final thing, one of the final things we do is we chair the Luton Food Property Alliance. So this is an alliance that meets four times a year with other organisations across Luton. So we come together to discuss how we can support those living in food poverty in Luton as one of the aims of our community gardens that we run at the moment is um, sort of to help people facilitate their own skills to grow own fruit and vegetables and things like that as we know the sort of cost of living crisis at the moment is causing people to have um not as much access to these um fruit and vegetables so by facilitating the skills is one of that so we we do also run the food poverty alliance where we meet regularly and see how we can support each other for the work that's being done in about food poverty in luton Mm. So that's really fantastic. And and I think, you know, as uh, I agree with you, growing your own vegetables and fruits and vegetables um, is going to be the way forward, especially mm. with the way the cost of living is going. And and actually, uh, there's, um, there's more reward in it. I mean, um, recently, we've started to grow a few of our own strawberries. And um, I've even grown some lettuce as well. And the lettuce grows in abundance. So, you know, mm. we've been having that. And my younger son, who... Um, He's not very good with his vegetables, but he loves the lettuce. And, and it's because it's homegrown. He's like, so we made this. I said, yes, you know, yeah. we've grown this. So he'll actually, you know, put it in a sandwich or chop it up and say, I, I want to have it as a side with my dinner. So he's really inclined to eat. So I think 
it's um doing things like this as well as um eliminating food poverty it's also encouraging children to take a risk and actually try their fruits and vegetables you know take that risk and you know and actually they'll be pleasantly surprised as my son is so it's quite nice uh when you grow your own crop and you actually I, I've, i've forgotten the saying um, um you reap what you sow or something yeah, yeah. and and it, you really do because you know when you get your own vegetables and fruit you really do appreciate it and and are you in it's really bad to say this but you're less likely to waste it because you know the hard work that you put in to uh, actually to actually make that so you're yeah. you're you know you're going to say right okay it's going to be mashed potatoes it's going to be chips you know roast potatoes you really want to use those potatoes so you're not going to let them go to waste so that's, yeah, that's quite nice definitely definitely so, so do you find um uh, molly that you know from i mean you've been running and i'm assuming you've been working with grand workies for a while so you can sort of build a picture with us about how it was before the pandemic and how it has been after the pandemic do you find that there's a larger uptake of people now are you reaching more people than you were before is there more interest now yeah definitely um i think it, there's definitely more of an interest in sort of being outdoors and connecting with the community and actually um although i know a lot of people have struggled um through the pandemic of course um so a lot of fun so we we take all we get all of our funding through grants and bids and stuff like that um and we find that there is a lot of work out there now that grant makers um like the blcf um the beds and luton community foundation which we're working with are are putting specific bids out there to work um specifically for the pandemic as like almost mm. like a a uh, recovery fund so um yeah. for example um this this project that I'm on to talk about the walks and works today um are funded by by the um community recovery fund from the Bedfordshire Luton Community Foundation so organize um grant makers and organizations are realizing that there are still problems um in the community uh, in terms of covid and the social the implications that that's had um so they're they're providing that support and assistance a lot more and through that work we we've allowed that's allowed us to go out into the community a lot more and do a lot of the work that we think will be beneficial to to people and we've seen a lot more uptake definitely i would say so yes absolutely um i i think it i think a lot of people are desperate to just go out and do something and and i think make a difference because um as you said that it's um it's giving something back to the community so as you are you know uh cleaning uh, rivers and things like that that's you know it's uh, it's quite rewarding because you walk away and you look and you think right i actually contributed positively towards the community and it's not something that i did for myself and i don't know about yourself but i found that post pandemic a lot of people are now not thinking so selfishly now they want to do something where they're making a difference so something like this is is probably you know um is something that people really want to take on so listeners if you have just tuned in i have molly uh, with me this morning who um uh, is working with groundwork east and uh, she's just been talking about how um the services and uh projects that they run within the communities to help and promote stronger healthier communities uh, if you do have any questions please do uh message in on the studio number 0779481822 uh one i did want to ask and um, we've just got a couple of minutes before we go for break believe it or not um <laughs> is um the the projects that are run within the uh, community so you know if if um how do how does the public do the public have a platform uh, or a way of connecting with groundworkies to say um i i think something like this would be really good for the community um i you know i've talked to a lot of people and you know this could be businesses this could be local just local people from the neighborhood that've got together so you know is there a way of them voicing their ideas or reaching out and getting something done Yeah so absolutely so all of our work is basically come from people identifying issues or finding statistics in Luton and things like that that are missing from the community so we're always looking for sort of new project ideas through people mm-hmm. who live in Luton as almost like a bottom up approach um so mm-hmm. if you have a community environmental education project that you think would be beneficial to the people of Luton we're always keen to hear that and that, that could be eventually put into practice so for example um 
for this project, the walks um, that we're running, we know that people sort of identified from their feedback surveys from many of our volunteer groups that we ran in Luton that they had felt socially isolated through the pandemic. And uh, we also identified that many women highlighted they didn't feel as safe in their local sort of green spaces, mm-hmm. um, which is two of the reasons why we put together the Wellbeing Walks project. Um, we saw through the pandemic that people were accessing their local spaces more. Um, I think it went from... Uh, 54% of people were roughly going out um, once uh, once a week, but that went up to about 85% during the pandemic. Um, yeah. So we knew that people were trying to access their spaces more, but actually some groups of people weren't able to do that as much. Um, it was actually showed huge inequality. So like I say, um, single women and disabled people didn't meet that, um, meet that trend. Um, mm-hmm. And neither did uh, sort of elderly individuals, which is one of the reasons why we put this bid together. So we identify the projects. And if anyone does have anything they think they'd like to see, definitely do get in touch um, and we can, we can discuss that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as you can see, um, Molly, we are, we've got about 40 seconds until we uh, head over to a break. So, uh, listeners, uh, yeah, there we go. So you can get in touch with, um, uh, the groundwork is to, um, put forward any, um, ideas or suggestions, uh, that you have for the community around wellbeing. Um, and, uh, Molly will be sharing contact details and any of that information, um, in the second half of the show. So do stay tuned in and, um, uh, listen out for those contact details but for now we're heading towards a short commercial break and um uh uh, if you have a hot drink cold drink whatever you're having with me this morning this is your chance to go refill it and join us after a short break assalamu alaikum assalamu alaikum this is atif nawaz listen to inspire fm shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on apple podcasts or spotify Assalamu alaikum and good morning. Welcome back to Mother's Planet. I'm your host Neelam and joining me on the show this morning is my guest Molly. Morning. 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 Uh, so in the show so far, Molly and I have been discussing Groundwork East, um, a community hub essentially that builds, um, uh, helps build better communities through their work and projects. Now, um, Molly was just about to go into um, the main project that she's on here um, on on my show uh, this morning for, which is talking about the well-being walks. Now, um, Molly, if you can just uh, uh, briefly introduce these well-being walks. Um, you know what is this project and and it's not just a specific park these are varied across many parks yeah so um as mentioned we identified a bit of a need for well-being walks um after covid um having a need for a community sort of meet up um so we decided to put on well-being walks and works project together mm-hmm. the aims of the walks is to sort of improve both physical and mental health we are working on these walks in partnership with the Leevale Medical Centre in Luton. Okay. So they bring some of their patients who they've highlighted may benefit from the walks, but they also are open to anyone in the community as well. Their staff are the professionals who are there to support people who are not traditionally benefiting from being active in the natural environment. So, um, yeah, they're bringing down people who, who they think will benefit as well and they're there to help with the well-being side of things. But it's not a, like a clinical thing. It's very mm. much just like a, an excuse to get together and have a bit of a chat mm. and socialise. And, and they're there help to facilitate that as well as providing some sort of resources and help if required. So the well-being walks run every Monday until the end of September all across the Luton Borough. Uh, each walk will have sort of a nature of uh, elements of nature and well-being. So there'll be very gentle exercise with a sort of focus on breathing and stretching and heart rate and those sorts of things. We encouraging we encourage socialising through the walk, and I'll sort of lead on some sort of a, uh, aspects about education about nature as well during each of the walks. A lot of them, like you say, are going to be in the major parks, such as sort of Stockwood Park, Wardown Park. But also we're looking at other locations as well, which will be sort of beauty spots in Luton, which might not have been to before. Um, so, with, for example, we've got some spaces in Wigmore County Wildlife Site um, where there's loads of wild orchids and stuff and people might not have been down there before. So that's lovely. Um, we've made sure that all the locations 
across Luton, there is access access to free parking and they're all close to bus routes as well, just to make it a little bit more accessible for people. Mm. And the idea by spreading all these walks out across Luton, so not doing them in the same location sort of each week, it gives everyone that access um, to mm. be able to attend, regardless of transport um, and any other commitments. It should help and allow people to be able to access us a bit better. Yeah. Um, and as this is Walks and Works project, um, after four Mondays of doing different walks, um, we also wanted to bring a conservation element into it. So doing a work at the end of the four walks. Um, mm. So this will be just an activity in the community, such as things like a river cleanup or a butterfly survey, giving opportunities to have a go at doing something a little bit different, not just the walks, mm. but also actually putting that hopefully the socialising and friendship and doing something a little bit different um, with that as well. Uh, maybe something that people haven't really done before. So something quite exciting to do after the four four Mondays of walks, we'll do a, a, mon- a work on a Monday as well. Um, so I do have a programme of events, which um, we'll provide contact details for in a bit. Um, and I can send that out with all the sort of dates, times and locations, you know, if you are interested in joining us. Yes, brilliant. Thank you so much, Molly. That's really well explained there about everything that's covered in those. And I, and I like the, the little breakup that you have after four weeks because, um, it can get a bit mundane when you're just going out. And, um, as much as, especially women, uh, we like to talk <laughs> and we like to socialize. It's quite nice to have that breakup to say, right, okay, now actually we're going to utilize what we've learned and, um, try and, um, uh, put that into something here. So, um, I mean, for myself, especially i'm i like to think i'm green fingered and i know everything about nature but there's a lot of plants and flowers i don't know about there's a lot of animals and wildlife that i don't know names of and i think i've actually been told off by my children because i've named the birds wrong or i've named an insect wrong so you know it's a really good it's a really good opportunity to just sort of boff ourselves up essentially you know just get well educated with nature and understand um what what insects is what and you know what flowers and plants um are what so uh, looking and listening to yourself um there's a couple of questions i mean firstly are these walks um catered for all or is it women specifically so this specific one is not only catered for women anyone regardless of age and gender can attend however if people are out there are looking for women's only walks they are welcome to contact me and i may be able to facilitate that um is something that we are currently looking to offer as well but as a general rule this is open to the public um Mm -hmm. we're also aware early on that we needed to make sure our walks were sort of um a bit more access friendly um as i know that's quite restrictive for some people if they're not Mm. Which is quite nice, really, because um, if you wanted to bring your um, spouse along, your husband along, um, you know, you've got the opportunity to do that. And, you know, you can go off and you can together enjoy a a walk in a productive way and and join other people as well. So it's quite nice to have that aspect where it is open to all. But I think there may be quite a, um, a high demand for women, especially given that earlier as you mentioned um not many women feel safe walking in parks yeah so um actually that was one of the reasons we are trying to put on some women only walks as well so a lot of young women often have reported to feel unsafe um mm. when spending time in green spaces i think they found about 49 percent of young women feel unsafe wow. when they go outside so um we like to believe obviously the whole community walks um they do create a safe environment for women um and and their children um but i do appreciate that that there is the need as well for these women only walks and if people do also want to do that then they can get in touch with me about that definitely yeah and i think that's quite a high percentage there isn't there actually yes Uh, yes um, and and it's interesting that you mentioned that because uh, last night I was um, looking through um, my magazine and there was an article about um, post-pandemic how um, women and men the the percentage before the pandemic and after the pandemic of women and men that worry 
and are beginning to have anxiety and start thinking about life and life worrying health issues. It's actually increased. So it's increased for both men and women, but actually it was a 40% increase for women where women yeah. are now beginning to think a bit more about their health and they are more worried about um, day-to-day things and, and their anxiety is actually reaching um, peak. So, um, yeah, I think something like this would really benefit them where they can. I think talking to somebody else and knowing that somebody else is going through a similar situation or has similar questions, it kind of normalizes your feeling and makes you feel that, okay, it's normal to feel anxious about this. It's normal to fix. So it's quite a nice it would be a really good environment, I think, for women to really have that opportunity where they can have that. Yeah, definitely. So, like I say, if there are people who, yeah, it's like the Monday walks are open to the community, open to anyone. But if you are specifically mm. looking for women's only walks, definitely, definitely do get in touch and we can facilitate that for sure. Yeah. Um, we want to make sure that everyone feels safe when they go out and uh, mm. they can enjoy and, and just put those um sort of stress-free and have a even just an hour a week and um, with other women like them as well and i know that uh, on we're obviously talking a lot about children on this one as well so um we we like i say we did realize early on that we need to make sure that um our walks are very accessible for, for mm. wheelchair users and pushchair users of course mm. um so because of this we've sort of um, labelled over half of our walks as uh, family and wheelchair friendly, meaning that um, mm-hmm. they're very inclusive. Um, we're happy for slightly older children who don't need a pushchair um, to attend all of the walks we're running, but we have specifically put on um, pushchair ones um, pl- where all the parts will be tarmacked. Um, so the parents can sort of focus on the well-being aspect of the walk by sort of mm-hmm. socialising um, where the children will be occupied with a uh, nature activity. So we will we'll put something on for them to do so that the women don't have to worry too much about looking after their their children and can really use that time to um sort of socialize and, and improve their well-being that that's the idea behind that yeah that's lovely you've answered my question there and uh, molly can you add me on please i'll, I'll have my, myself there and all my children especially if there's activities to keep them busy because <laughs> that's one of the things that's really um not always addressed when you uh, sign up to a lot of activities where they don't consider i mean they they're open to let you bring children but they don't actually consider that oh, the children are there but we can't focus because our attention's going to be more on the children and more about oh are they okay you know do i can i and i know me i come with a huge bag of goodies so i can just every five seconds give them something to do so this is really nice to know that actually it's going to be uh, catered for and children like that will have activities on so that's um really nice now um i wanted to ask so i mean that's really good because uh you have considered um the aspects of wheelchairs and push chairs and and mums like myself that have a push chair with a young baby so um that'd be brilliant um what what are the actual health benefits of of um walking out in the nature like this so as i think a lot of people are becoming more aware there are huge benefits to being out in nature and walking in nature um i think the link between nature and walking has been suspected but i think like we go back to the covid pandemic again we've seen a mm. huge increased awareness of the positive impact that nature has on mental health and well-being so during lockdown um people in towns have found that parks and gardens to become sort of an unexpected sort of source of joy and and calmness as well and that they didn't have before and actually i was reading yesterday interestingly enough that being outdoors um for just uh, an hour a day is now considered as important as having one of your five fruit and vegetables a day or doing your 150 minutes um, of exercise per week as well so actually um public health and other experts are saying being outdoors is so important all the vitamins that you even get but also actually just feel well-being as well is mm-hmm. so important as important as though those aspects which are always drilled into us you know when you're younger the the five fruit and vegetable things always mm-hmm. so important um and the impacts actually on your mental health um are astounding so it sort of reduces levels of depression anxiety um mm. fatigue as well i know that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense because you think you might be more tired after going for a walk but actually um going for a walk can help you with tiredness it can actually make you feel um more awake um and and really really good for you over time um 
in terms of physical health as well just helping you to be more active helping you to meet um, more like-minded people and connecting to your local community so we spoke before i think a lot of people sort of felt a bit of a disconnect um during during the last couple of years um and this this project is really to start helping people connect with nature help connecting with their local community we were we were just doing a walk um uh this week actually and uh there's a few people who said, oh, I haven't been down to, to the park, this park here in Luton for years and years. Um, um, but they just mentioned again mm-hmm. how, how much they liked it and that they'll, they'll come back. And we, we were having a walk around the gardens. And at the moment, it's such a great time to go out as well because everything mm-hmm. is flowering and looks, looks you know, it looks beautiful out there. Um, so they were really like felt so much more connected with their local area. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's really good. And that's really positive as well, because we do have some lovely spaces in Luton and, and people just need to, to find those again sometimes and reconnect with those, I think. Yeah, and and I think that's that's you've hit the nail on the head, and I think that's exactly it. I mean, I took my children, and I, I had a baby in lockdown, um, so she's she just turned two in in this June, and um, I took her down to Stockwood Park, and we haven't been to Stockwood Park. And I was trying to remember if I've ever actually brought her to Stockwood Park. And it was her first time in Stockwood Park in two years. So I was like, wow. So, you know, I hadn't been to the park for two <laughs> years. It just felt so strange saying that. But I hadn't. And, you know, we actually spent about four hours in the park that day because we just literally let the kids run around, play. They've got like a stable near there as well. Yeah. So the kids got the horses as well. And it was just, it was really nice to just be out and and, and enjoy that again. Yeah. And I think there's some elements to places that you might not have seen. So we went on a, one of the walks we did at Stockwood Park and actually, um, there was um, some routes that people had never been on before mm. and they said I'll come to the park all the time but I've never done this route and I've yeah. never seen this bit this bit of Stockwood Park which I think is also really interesting sometimes you do go to a place and you don't really know where to go or where's good to go so hopefully this also helps people connect um, a little bit better to their local park as we can show them maybe some bits they haven't seen before um, and point out some bits interesting that they wouldn't they wouldn't necessarily know as well know about mm. And I think what's nice is uh, for someone like myself, um, whenever I take my children to the park, um, I would only, especially if I don't have my husband with me, I would only go to the busy areas. I would only go to where I know. So um, because I would be afraid if I step out of that zone, I am going to get lost or I'm not sure what's going to be beyond this point. So doing it in the safe environment that you're offering, going out and, you know, stretching out to those zones and looking at those ends and actually seeing actually it's quite normal there's quite nice things here it gives you that confidence to say actually children look there's somewhere better i can take you let's venture out to this part so it's quite it's giving us that education that actually there are other parts of the park and it's not just this zone and there are other aspects that you could really enjoy as a family as well so i think doing it in a in a controlled way with yourselves first and and experimenting like that and then coming back and doing it with a family or what have you it gives you that confidence as well so molly talk to me about how long um the duration of the walk so on the mondays is is it for a couple of hours is it an hour how long are the are the actual walks yeah, so we we try not to do them too um, too long, um, mm-hmm. just because obviously there's people have lots of different needs, and we we do they're not the quickest walks. We won't speed round. They're quite nice and gentle, and um, so we roughly mm-hmm. make them an hour between an hour and fifteen ish minutes. Um, okay. But it does always depend how long people take to to go round. But that's that's fine. It, it's it will point out different bits and we'll keep stopping especially in the heat and things like that there's times for lots of water breaks um and times to have a bit of snacks and things like that as well um and we're running these until sort of october time the end of september october um and we will stop for um the winter but then we are planning on redoing restarting them again in the spring um although we would encourage over the winter i know people find it a lot more difficult to get out in the winter um encourage people still to go out and meet up and do the walks but we'll be facilitating Mm. them again from spring next year so this is a two-year project and so we're hoping to make it um by by making it two years we're we're hoping that people will um really sort of engage with it and and know that it's a bit more of a long-term thing than just just running until until the end of sort of october time this year 
Yeah, no, that was the other question I was going to ask because, um, yeah, these things often come in short bursts. And then if you haven't had that six week period, people think, oh, I've missed out. But actually, and it's nice that you're extending it all the way to October because it's the early part of autumn, nearly winter. So you do get to see the different seasons. So while it might be too hot for some people to take part in these walks now, come September, October time, it's much cooler and it's actually quite nice. And, um, and it's again the nature's totally different the leaves will be a different color the flowers will be different so you know again so you're getting to see both sides of what what happens in the different seasons i was talking to my daughter yesterday and she was asking me who have you got on your show for tomorrow and i was explaining to her and she was saying <laughs> to me that's so good mum so that you're going to get to see different seasons and i never saw it like that and it's only when she said that I went that's true actually that there are different um well there are different plants and things that grow in different uh, times of the year so seeing the summer and seeing the autumn actually it's quite nice to have that so i guess your activities and conservation activities will be different come the winter time yeah yeah and it's quite nice because although the locations are different um throughout the walks that we're going to be doing we will repeat on um on them a couple of times so um the ones we start with now in july we'll also do again in september um so it'd be interesting to see um how the places look different um, and it will definitely change the sort of activities that we plan to do on the walks we'll be looking especially uh, with the children as well we might be looking more different colors and um, getting them to yeah. do some of the color sheets finding finding things that are orange and brown and things whereas now obviously we'd be looking at a lot very different colors to them to the autumn and so yeah that's nice as well good educational point there um and yeah it's just again it's all about that connection with nature i think i really think that promotes that Mm, absolutely Uh, so i mean you you are going to be doing activities and um and all sorts on these nature books is uh, will this um the activities the outcome of these activities will this be stored somewhere will this be um given somewhere what would happen with that yeah so we we have different activities which we will bring onto the walks um i always do the walk um the week beforehand to sort of note things that might talk about and 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 do um and we'll do some things there'll be offers of like therapeutic activities so um we might do some making some posies um with the women and making sort of nature bookmarks as we go along um or have some sort of information sheets that people can look through like we were doing leaf spotting the other day because a lot of people actually don't know too much about trees and stuff that we've got in the parks so Mm -hmm. have they were having a look at the different leaves and trying to identify which trees and stuff they were um and and then for the children we'll have some things like scavenger sheets they can do all very simple arts and crafts that they can just do on the walk um we make stick mans and things like that as well which is mm. great fun um and so we make it for easy for children of all ages um although i'm saying this uh, if people are interested in sort of just going for the walk and socializing i'll point out a few interesting points on the walk for example um, in Wardown Park, we were looking for the black squirrels that they apparently have um, this week. Um, uh, but if not, we'll just let them enjoy being outside. The options are always open for people to do whatever they feel comfortable with. So they, mm. they're happy if they just want to socialise and if they just want to do that, then that's fine. But I like to give people the options as well of doing activities because um, mm. they can be quite therapeutic. But I do appreciate that some people are just looking for the opportunity to have a chat and socialise with people as well. Mm. absolutely and is there commitment so if you're coming one week you know do you you know do you have to come the next week or are you quite relaxed about how people come and go to these no no we are very relaxed so um, again we appreciate that we're we're about to hit summer holidays and school holidays Mm. and things so um it's it's absolutely fine We, we decide we just have the discussion about whether we should continue the walks through the summer holidays but actually Mm. um it was highlighted that sometimes women and and other groups feel that there's everything does stop in the summer holidays and actually that can Mm. be one of the loneliest the loneliest times for people as as everything Mm. everything else stops and then there's no other social groups going on because of that so we actually decided to to continue that um through throughout august as well um but yeah there's absolutely no commitment so um like i say we'll send out the dates and the times and the leaflets um Mm. and then if you are interested you can just it is useful when people do let me know if they are coming but Mm. they don't have to i'll I'll be there at the meeting point um and and they can't people can just turn up and that's absolutely fine um and yeah there is no commitment to that 
That's brilliant. And um, one of the biggest, huge letdowns I've had is whenever there's activities like this going, um, when I've um, expressed interest, um, they're booked up or there's not enough places. So is that? do you have limitations as to how many people can come? Because I think that's the worst thing, being let down of yeah. no... No, you know, that's that's a very good point, actually. Um, no, I don't think we have any limitations really on numbers. We're happy to facilitate as many people as possible. Um, as I said previously, we are working with the medical centre as well. So we'll have two members of their staff helping me to run it. Um, so unless we get, you know, inundated with 20 plus people, I, I don't think um, we would have issues with, with sort of numbers and things because they're, they're definitely there to help me as, as well. Um, yes. So, yeah, but for, for now, there is sort of no concern about that. Um, and, and everyone can come for a walk. And in fact, actually, when we were doing one the other day, um, we, we spotted a couple of people and they, they just joined us. Um, wow. Even though they were going for their own walk, they, they were like, oh, this is lovely, a meet-up group, we're like, we'll, we'll come and join you. So that's nice as well. Um, so, yeah, just open to everyone. We're just trying to make it as accessible to people as possible, really. Mm. Mm, brilliant, absolutely. And and, and I, I like the fact that you pick parks where there is free parking and there's bus routes to get to these places. So um, we've got no excuse, listeners. So, you know, please do um, express your um, interest to Molly this morning. So, Molly, I guess the question to ask now is contact details. If you could just um, share maybe an email address or a contact number. So anyone that is tuned in right now, grab your pens and papers and jot them down. But if you don't have anything to hand, I will have all of this information um, uploaded onto the Facebook part of the show. So anything that has been missed, people can go back and um, catch all the information there. So just contact details, please. Yes, of course. Um, so like I say, these um, walks and conservation works are open to anyone. Welcome to come to as many as you like with no commitment. Um, so I will send out, if you do get in contact with me about them, I'll send out a leaflet with all the dates, times, locations and the family friends. Mm-hmm listed walks uh, I spoke about earlier so um, my email address is molly m-o-l-l-y dot rice r-i-c-e um, just like the food um, and then it's at groundwork which is g-r-o-u-n-d w-o-r-k no s on the end of groundworks because we get that a lot so just groundwork dot org dot uk um, so that's my email address and then if you do want to get in contact with me by, um, you could give me a call uh, or drop me a message and that's fine it's um, 07029414445 um, that's 07029414445 and uh, yeah I'll be happy to speak to, speak to anyone who, who wants to get in touch Molly, it's been a pleasure having you on the show this morning. Thank you. I was just going to say, and if you're not in, if walking isn't your thing, but you're interested in other volunteering work, such as room work or gardening, please Mm. also do get in touch as well, and I can help you with that. Yeah, and uh, and also um, for those women that wanted uh, women only specific uh, walks, um, that's the email address to contact Molly on, and just um, flag that up um, in your subject for the email, so Molly knows what it's about, and then hopefully you'll be able to get those parks sorted. Molly, thank you so much for joining me on the show this morning. It's been a pleasure having you on. And um, I wish you well. I um, I have no doubt that they'll be, these walks will be successful and uh, people will really enjoy them. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.